FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning. It's half past seven on Tuesday, November the 22nd. This is Peter Mackley with the latest French and the local news. In French news this morning, the government has released details of its planned reform to the unemployment system, which has sparked protests from unions and leftist politicians. The government said yesterday that job seekers would see the amount of time they can claim benefits cut by 25% from next year as part of a contested reform designed to help fill vacant positions. Under the current rules, anyone under the age of 53 can claim a maximum of two years compensation after losing their job, while the over 55s are eligible for three years. But by reducing the time by a quarter from February next year, Labour Minister Olivier Dussop says that he hopes that 100,000 people would return to the labour market earlier than expected next year. There's a growing shortage of uh, several common medicaments in our region and across France, including the uh, paracetamol Dolipran and the prescribed antibiotic amoxicillin. Dolipran is widely taken for a variety of mild health problems such as headaches, uh, joint pain, flu and period pain, while amoxicillin is most prescribed is the most prescribed antibiotic for children suffering from illnesses, including uh, ear infections and sore throats. In an interview, the Minister of Health, François Brown, admitted the reality of the strain in medication supplies, saying that he expects stocks of paracetamol to return to normal in coming weeks. However, the picture is a bit more complicated for the antibiotics and an exact timeline is difficult to predict, according to the minister. He hopes that the shortage of this drug will be resolved within at least the coming weeks and months. A 31-year-old man has been charged over the abduction and murder of a schoolgirl in France just a month after the killing of a girl in Paris caused outrage. The latest victim is a 14-year-old girl named Vanessa in the French media who was snatched on her way home from school in the town of Tonance last Friday in the rural Lou-Igaron region. The killer named as Romain Chevrel has spent the day, had spent the day smoking cannabis in his car. He confessed to raping and strangling her before dumping a body in an abandoned building. While in custody, he said he had not planned the crime and did not know the victim, adding that his acts were sexually motivated. The French health authorities have announced an unusually high number of deaths this summer. Figures released yesterday by the Santé Publique France estimate an excess of 10,420 deaths in France, partly linked to high temperatures, but also to COVID illnesses, vaccinations and other factors. The figures is based on a comparison against the number of deaths based on the average of the last five years. The summer was the second hottest in France since 1900. Storm Denis is causing havocs across parts of France and Europe, although it looks like its path will miss the Côte d'Azur. However, Meteo France has placed Corsica on an orange alert for strong winds until this afternoon at 4pm. The one-day strike by 140 workers at the Carrefour in uh, Fontvieille did not prevent the supermarket from opening yesterday, although customer queues at the cash register were significantly longer than normal. The strikers have said they may repeat the one-day walkout at a short notice. Nice Mayor Christian Estrosi has launched a project to revive the Arès de Simiers as the city prepares to submit its application to become the European Capital of Culture 2028. He said that an experiment will be carried out in the summer of next year by the National Theatre of Nice, which will be based on three changes, putting an end to free access, which he says degrades the amphitheatre, rethinking access and management of the site, and modifying the location of the stage and equipment. If the experience is positive, it will be used to bring about long-term changes. 
The proposed creation of a photovoltaic park in the nature area in Levance has led to a heated debate. Should the project go ahead, it would mean 233,000 solar panels being deployed over more than 11 hectares of the Mont Arpas. Uh, opponents object both to the choice of the site and to the unrealistic conditions of the project. Police in the VAR are appealing for witnesses to try and find a 16-year-old teenager who left home yesterday at 7.30am to go to the Lycée Fenelon. If you have any information, please give the investigators a ring. The numbers are on our website. Police are warning of a new bank card scam as the Christmas season approaches. All shoppers are warned to be vigilant as the principle is simple but very effective. How does it work? A person pretending to be a store employee would call out to a customer after a purchase has been made to say that there was an error during checkout. The scammer would then bring out a payment terminal and then re-enter the transaction or simply grab the card and flee. To avoid being tricked, it is important not to rely on the badge or the outfit of the alleged employee. It's best to go to the checkout of the store where the purchase was made to double-check before getting out your credit cards. Eight uh, emergency call terminals have been installed in Saint Laurent to be inaugurated uh, on Thursday morning. The principle is the same as for the city of Nice to allow citizens to contact the municipal police to report all kinds of problems. And it was a record year for the No Finish Line event in Monaco with a total of 250,000 kilometres completed to raise money for charity. Barclays Monaco with Fight Aids was the winning team with 13,211 kilometres covered while the individual winner was Daniel Joan Alimonti, who covered 886 kilometres on his own. The 2022 FIFA World Cup report brought to you by Polygon Riviera, the open-air shopping centre in Cagnes-sur-Mer. Well, England's FIFA World Cup campaign opened in thoroughly convincing fashion as they outclassed Iran in an incident-packed match in Doha. Iran were expected to provide a stern resistance as they're ranked 20th best team in the world with an impressive defensive record, but the three Lions strolled to a victory, winning by six goals to two. Two goals by Bakayo Sako and goals from 19-year-old Jude Bellingham, Raheem Sterling, Marcus Rashford just moments after he came on as a substitute, and Jack Grealish. So looking good for the uh, three Lions as they start the World Cup. Two late goals from the Netherlands seal a crucial victory for them in their World Cup opener against the Senegal in Group A. PSV Eindhoven forward Cody Gakpo beat the uh, goalkeeper to uh, ball when it was chipped in by Frankie de Jong to not the Dutch in front with just six minutes remaining in the match. Substitute Debbie Klassen then pounced on a rebound uh, to add a second deep into stockage time to confirm the success. And Gareth Bale rode to Wales rescue once again as the captain late penalty salvaged a draw against the United States in the country's first World Cup game for 64 years. The match finished 1-1. Wales were overrun in the first half, dominated by a vibrant US team who led as Tim Weir finished smartly after a surging run. Wales came close in the second half before Gareth Bale confidently dispatched a penalty to earn his team a valuable point in Group B. And France's manager Didier Deschamps says there is no anxiety within his side's camp despite the withdrawal of several key players. France won the tournament in 2018 and they start the defence of their title this evening against uh, Australia. They go into the game without the injured Karim Benzema, Christopher Nkuku, Presnel Kimpipi, Ngola Kante and Paul Pogba. When they last defended their world title in 2002, they failed to score a single goal and were eliminated at the group stage. Now they come into the tournament as 
one of the favourites, even though they have only won one of their previous six matches. So the matches today, Argentina are on an extended unbeaten run. They're playing Saudi Arabia at 11am this morning. Denmark play Tunisia at 2pm. It's Mexico against Poland at 5pm. And that match, France and Australia, is this evening at 8pm. The 2022 FIFA World Cup report brought to you by Polygon Riviera, the open-air shopping centre in Cagnes-sur-Mer. Enjoy a unique shopping experience seven days a week with two hours of free parking. Find out more at polygon-riviera.fr. Riviera Radio, Sports News. And let's have a look at the other sports news briefly. Australia have made a flying start to the final one-day international against England. They reached 100 for the loss of no wicket after just 18 overs. Australia already lead 2-0 in the three-match series. I'll bring you an update on that match uh, later on this morning. In rugby, uh, Josh van der Flyer won Rugby Player of the Year 2022 at the prestigious World Rugby Awards in Monaco this weekend. The Irishman had a strong year, scoring six tries in the European Cup and two in the Six Nations. He beat international teammate Johnny Sexton and South African Lucanu An, as well as last year's winner Antoine Dupont, to collect the trophy for the first time in his career. Uh, Ruhe Demont picked up Best Women's Player Award, while Wayne Smith, the Black Ferns coach, picked up Manager of the Year. In motorsports, American Logan Sargent has, has secured the final seat on next year's Formula One grid with Williams. Williams are expected to confirm the move in the coming days. Um, in snooker, Mark Allen fought back to stun Ding Junhai and win the UK Championship final in York. The Northern Ireland Irishman was trailing 6-1 before winning nine of the following ten frames to win his second Triple Crown event. And AS Monaco basketball are in action this evening in the EuroLeague. They host the leaders Fenerbahce at 7pm at the Salgastor the rocker team currently third in the EuroLeague. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. Oil prices have slumped to their lowest level since before the war in Ukraine after Saudi Arabia and other OPEC countries were reported to be discussing, discussing an output increase alongside, of course, China tightening its COVID restrictions, which is hurting the outlook for demand. Global benchmark Brent fell below 83 barrels today for the first time since January, a drop of 5.3%. Less than 24 hours after his shock return as Disney chief executive, Bob Iger says he's planning a major to shake-up of the firm in the next few weeks. One of his first moves has resulted in the exit of the head of the company's media and entertainment distribution division, Karim Daniel, who was a close ally of the media giant's former boss, Bob Chapek. Mr. Iger, who headed Disney for 15 years, was brought back by the company's board to steer it through turbulent times as its share price has plummeted and Disney Plus continues to run at a loss. Disney shares in New York gained more than 6% after Mr. Iger's return as chief executive was announced. Publishing giant Penguin Random House have scrapped a $2.2 billion deal to take over rival Simon & Schuster. Last month, the US court blocked the deal, saying it could substantially weaken competition in the industry. Rishi Sunak has insisted that the UK will not pursue any post-Brexit relationship with the EU that relies on alignment with EU laws. It follows reports that some in government want to move towards a Swiss-style deal with less trading friction and more migration. 
The Bank of England's Deputy Governor for Financial Stability has said that better regulation is needed to protect the financial system after the collapse of the FTX cryptocurrency exchange. He said that the crypto world was at present not large enough or interconnected enough with mainstream finance to threaten the stability of the financial system, but he said its links with mainstream finance were developing rapidly. On the foreign exchanges this morning, one euro is equivalent to 87 pence, one dollar three cents and 98 Swiss francs centimes. One pound is equal to one euro 16, one dollar 18 and one Swiss franc 13 centimes. And one dollar this morning buying at 98 euro cents, 84 UK pence and 95 Swiss centimes. Bitcoin down to $15,822, Ethereum down to 1100 And in the markets, the FTSE yesterday closed relatively stable at 7,377. The CAC 40 stable at 6,634. Dow Jones also stable at 33,700. NASDAQ 11,146. And the Nikkei this morning up slightly at 28,152. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. Morning's marine weather forecast. It's overcast in the morning with light rain, but extended sunny spells this afternoon and clear skies this evening. For the coastal region from Cannes to Monton, winds west-northwesterly force three in the morning, rising up to force eight in the middle of the day towards the west of the area with gusts reaching 53 knots in the evening. Rough seas with a moderate to fairly long swell from the southwest and excellent visibility. From Cannes to Saint-Tropez, winds westerly northwesterly force 7 in the morning, becoming force 8 in the middle of the day. Gusts reaching 53 knots this evening. Moderate sea with a low, fairly long swell from the south-southwest and excellent visibility. The general forecast is for light rain this morning. It's a bit like confetti rain, really, isn't it? But improvements are expected later with the clouds largely disappearing this afternoon. Winds are light and temperatures reaching 14 degrees around Monaco. It seems to be down slightly. Stronger winds in the VAR with gusts of up to 89 kilometres per hour from the west-northwest. Clear skies tonight, but some clouds will return in the early hours as temperatures drop to 8 or 9 degrees. Tomorrow we'll see some cloudy spells in the morning, but improvements are expected later. No sign of any rain tomorrow and a little bit of sunshine in the afternoon. And finally, flying taxis appear to be a bit closer to getting off the ground. U.S. air regulators yesterday published rules to formally add the machines to the list of regulated aircraft. The move comes as companies have ramped up investments in the new technology, which has been presented as the transport of the future. Money has been pouring into the sector as major airlines place orders and investors bet on a crop of startups. The new aircraft, which is known as as electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft can take flight and land without needing a runway and it can also travel longer distances like an aeroplane. They use electric motors, reducing noise and pollution. 
uh, compared to standard planes. It's been argued that they could help reduce traffic congestion in crowded cities without being too expensive for customers. They've also been seen as an alternative for transporting cargo. So, could flying taxis be the future of urban transport? Well, in Europe, the industry is hoping to get them off the ground in time for the 2024 Olympics in Paris. You're up to date. It's 7.45. You can read all the news. In fact, there's even more news on the uh, Riviera Radio website, rivieradio.mc. Uh, international news is coming up at 8 o'clock, and you can also download the podcast uh, later on this morning, where I'll read it for you all over again. We were talking earlier on about famous residents on the Côte d'Azur and uh, specifically famous residents of Roquefort les Pins to mark the uh, 25 years of Michael Hutchins' uh, passing. Here's another famous resident of Roquefort les Pins who actually bought Michael Hutchins' house and lived there for a few years, but uh, he's sold it since then, moved somewhere else. Adam Clayton of U2. And this is from the Joshua Tree where the streets have no name. Were there any famous residents in your village or town? Let me know. Studio at rivieradio.mc. Here's this morning's uh, entertainment news and uh, Taylor Swift was the uh, big winner at the American Music Awards winning all six trophies she was in contention with including the night's top prize uh, Artist of the Year. Harry Styles won Favourite Male Artist and Favourite Pop Song while BTS won Best Group. Pink paid tribute to Olivia Newton-John at the American Music Awards with a powerful cover of uh, Hopelessly Devoted to You. The Grease star of course passed away this summer following a long battle with uh, breast cancer as Pink performed the ballad, photos of Olivia were shown on the big screen behind her, bringing some audiences to tears. And musician Lionel Richie was celebrated with the uh, Icon Award, the American Music Awards Iconic Award. So how's this for a publicity stunt? Uh, British uh, comedian Joe Lycett kicked up a storm by apparently shredding £10,000 in a live-streamed stunt. The comedian, who's known for his high-profile stunts, had pledged to shred his own cash if David Beckham failed to end his controversial multi-million pound World Cup promotion deal with Qatar ahead of Sunday's first match. Of course, Beckham didn't even bother responding or even acknowledge the ultimatum, so Lycett had to carry out his word and he live-streamed himself dropping dropping £10,000 into a wood chipper. However, yesterday, after a media backlash, he admitted that he didn't actually shred the money after all, and instead, he said he donated it all to the LGBTQ plus charities. In a short video, he called the stunt an empty threat designed to get people talking, adding that like the football star's controversial ambassadorship, it was total rubbish, although rubbish wasn't exactly his choice of words. Um, today also marks the 25th uh, anniversary of the death of Michael Hutchins, the founder and lead singer of In Excess. So radio stations around the world are paying tribute to the singer who took his own life in a Sydney hotel at the age of 37. The group stormed the international charts, uh, most notably in 1987 with the album Kick, considered to be one of the top albums of the 80s, winning numerous awards and spurning hit singles like Need You Tonight and Devil Inside. But I've picked uh, not one of the biggest hit singles, but certainly one of the best tracks from that album from In Excess. As a tribute to uh, Michael Hutchins, it's in excess, never tear us apart. Are they 
the best band of 2022. Well, the French think so. At the uh, Energy um, Music Awards in uh, Cannes uh, last weekend, uh, they won the award for Best International Band. It's the Imagine Dragons on Riviera Radio and the Sharks. Four minutes away from eight o'clock, let's have a look at this morning's papers. Not surprisingly, the UK papers are focusing on England's blistering start to the World Cup. Pictures of the England football team who beat Iran 6-2 in their opening game yesterday dominate the front pages. The Daily Mail says six England goals, three roaring lions and one ecstatic country. You're <laughs> not going to hear the last of it. I think that's woken up the World Cup fever in the UK for sure. The Sun features a full-page photo of the 19-year-old wonder kid, Jude Bellingham, who scored the first goal, and the paper says inspired England's best ever World Cup start. Hard to believe, 19 years old, playing in a World Cup and scoring, and I reckon one of the best players of the match. The Mirror talks of pride and prejudice, saying the result was marred by FIFA's decision to ban players from wearing the One Love armband in support of LBGT rights. England's Harry Kane was one of several European team captains who announced ahead of the tournament that they planned to wear the bands and also the paper says that FIFA's ruling shows the true face of the Qatar regime. Other papers credit the courage of the Iranian team who declined to sing their own national anthem in solidarity with ongoing protests in their home country over human rights violations. In other headlines, Rishi Sunak has been warned about his fantasy Brexit plan. EU officials have said the UK government is guilty of wishful thinking if it hopes to secure better trading arrangements with Europe without adopting laws like freedom of movement, according to the I. It comes after Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was forced to deny reports that he was considering uh, pursuing a Swiss-style deal with the bloc, which would see the UK adopt some EU rules in return for closer ties. And a quick look at the Nice Matin. It's looking at the future plans for the uh, Arène de Simiez, which is the site that has been closed for the uh, site has been closed for the new theatre in Nice. Bit controversial that many people thought it was going to be in that glass uh, iconic building that's being built near the uh, station. There's also a debate on whether the uh, suspended, unvaccinated health workers should be reinstated, and of course a look ahead to France's opening match in the World Cup this evening against Australia. The uh, match kicks off, and France's tournament kicks off this evening at 8pm. Uh, 